0: What's up, guys? My name's Chris. I'm an entrepreneur in Sarasota. This year, I'm sitting down with business owners to learn all about their journeys, their triumphs, their struggles, and everything they've learned along the way. This is STIR. We're here today with Tom
1: Lelio Lelio
0: of JetLife Aero uh, in Sarasota. Tom, please tell us,
1: who are you? That's a loaded question. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a jet broker, former youth pastor. I'm a soccer player. I love playing soccer. I'm a pizza, uh, connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yes. Uh, I'm a father of five kids and, uh, two golden doodles. And, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of me in a, in a box. Tell me about
0: jet, private jet brokering. What, where did you, how did you get attracted to this industry?
1: For sure. Well, it's, it's like uh, that cliche, like private aviation found me in some ways. So really what it came down to is I just saw an ad online, okay. if I'm being completely honest. So my family and I moved to Sarasota about 10 years ago because I was a youth pastor. And I'd never heard of Sarasota before. St. Thomas More Church over in Gulfgate um, was looking for a youth yeah. pastor. I applied, and, and I remember the video interview very vividly. He said, "Have you ever heard of Sarasota?" I said, "No." And their website was St. Thomas More SRQ. Still is. I was like, "What's SRQ mean?" It's the airport code. So I guess maybe that was a foreshadowing. Yeah. Because I always, I was always uh, kind of when I, once I got the job, I was doing marketing and stuff there as well, and I was always kind of needling them like, "Why do we have this SRQ in our website?" This is like no one ever uses airport codes. Yeah. So it's kind of like a foreshadowing. So I was a youth pastor for a number of years here in, in Sarasota. And then I started working at Music Compound, uh, which is a music school locally on Cattlemen. Mm-hmm. And I was the manager at that school. And as I was working there, you know, I, my wife and I, we had five children and kind of just living paycheck to paycheck because she was working at home. I mean, just, just trying to keep the house in order with all the, the craziness that was going on there. So I just looked online. I always knew that sales was something that I was interested in. My very first sales job was selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's how I, I afforded my very first iPod, which was a color. It what? still had a wheel. I'm not that old, but what, it was a color, color iPod. What,
0: co- yeah, what color? Uh,
1: well, it had a color screen. Oh, it had a I, color I, I, screen. Yeah, I don't oh, think okay. they came out with the colors on the bodies I got yet. You, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I sold a bunch of knives door to door, and that was kind of that was kind of how I got into sales, and I just never minded speaking with people and even as a youth pastor I had to convince kids to come to youth group on Friday instead of going to the the Kilties football game, you know? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. So uh I just saw an ad online for sales. I don't think it even said private jets. I think it said luxury sales or something like that. And once I pulled up into the airport, I found out my God, like, oh, we're we're selling private jets. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about, you know,
0: because we work with a lot of clients who they'll they'll serve ten and twelve and a hundred clients or customers today Mm. how how many people like the market for people buying a private jet (laughs) you know i'm I'm trying to think about the people who are going to watch this video you know and not a bad thing you know i'm not trying to buy a private jet today or anything you know i'm not in that position i imagine most of them aren't but some are. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: Well, it's actually interesting. I had an interview about a year or so ago with uh, Mariah Ta- Taliaferro. I don't know if you know her. She's with Sotheby's, Premier Sotheby's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So she's here in Sarasota. Actually, she just closed one of the biggest real estate deals uh, in Sarasota at one of the condos that she had. Listed. I think it was really? like an $11 million transaction. Yeah. Something crazy. Hey, so shout out. Shout out
0: to Mariah. Yeah. yeah. We're just
1: going to shout out all day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, no, so I did an interview with her about aviation, uh, at Dolphin Airport, and we talked about how affordable it is, especially here in Sarasota. Yeah. I mean, you can start learning how to fly if you want to take a discovery flight for, you know, 200 bucks and go around Sarasota Bay during the sunset. It's beautiful. Really? Uh, Sarasota is so close to Naples, to Tampa, St. Pete, Miami. I mean, you could hop in. One of these little 172s you know for a couple hundred bucks an hour and and off you go so that's what's great about florida okay then from there if you don't want to fly or learn how to fly yourself you can charter something uh, again a charter could be anywhere from a couple thousand dollars to go to the keys so two to five grand to go to the keys instead of sitting in five six hours of traffic right you know that might be something you think about for, for a nice sure. anniversary or whatever and then from there, you can, you can rent jets, you can charter jets, you can, and then you can finally own a jet if you wanted to. You own your own jet. But a lot of the business I do is actually outside of Sarasota. Okay. Um, what I find is, you know, on a daily basis, you're kind of talking about people who are serving a lot of people at once. If I'm doing my job right, I'm making anywhere from 50 to 100 phone calls a day reaching out to owners. Okay. And just making those cold calls and, and seeing who wants to sell their jet and is willing to let me market their jet for them. Yeah. And so when you have a, a buyer,
0: you know, tell me about that experience. Like I come to you, mm-hmm. um, five, six years from now and I want to buy my private jet. Um, what's that experience like as a, as a client of Tom's?
1: Well, normally you're going to go to controller.com, which is like Zillow for real estate. Being a jet broker is a lot like being a realtor, except you don't need a license, there's no certifications, okay. no specific degree that you need. You just need to, to, to be a hustler, you know, and whether that's joining an agency and learning from them or trying to figure it out all on your own. So because of that, you as a buyer, there's a wide range of experiences that you're going to be open to. Unfortunately, a lot of times you, you make an inquiry and you might not hear back from somebody. Um, it might just be a pilot that is listing it for an owner and, you know, he's busy flying the plane. So you ask, you know, to get more information and it takes a little while. Sure. So our goal with jet life arrow is to be, you know, is to be kind of client focused. And part of our values, our core values is transparency and honesty. So when you're working with us, we want to know what's, what's going to be best for you. So you say, Tom, I'm calling on this jet, you know, six, seven, six Delta golf, saltation 501. They'll tell me more about it. How much are you asking for it? And I'll get you the price, no problem. But I, I want to talk to you and figure out, Chris, like what you know, how far are we going? Yeah. How many people are you taking with you? How big of a cabin do you need? You're going to fly it yourself, and then we're going to find out is this the right jet for you? And then if it's not, we're going to help you find the right one. So very yeah, very much like
0: like a real estate, mm-hmm. a real like a realtor, a real estate agent, like and and, know, what
1: fin- I, and what I, sorry, what I like to what I like to specialize in is working with the first time buyers too. Because yeah. everybody buys a house at some point. Everybody's right. familiar with real estate. But how many people know anything about buying a private jet? No. I mean, like, even if you, I was in the position, like, uh, even if you
0: owned a private jet, I feel like you'd still need somebody to kind of walk you through that process. Mm-hmm. Because like, what, what do we know about planes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. jets or anything like that? Um,
1: so what year did you start your own? Uh, in 2020, in 2022, Jet Life Arrow was started. Okay. Okay. So in the last year, mm-hmm. like what has been your favorite part of the job? My favorite part of the job is is working for myself okay. and taking control and taking responsibility of my, my future. So that involves making conscious decisions to spend more time with my family. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, the World Cup happened this past year. Oh, and so... Soccer. And I love soccer. And so I had an opportunity to watch a lot of those games with my kids. Nice. And I didn't have to ask anyone else's permission to spend time with them. Yeah. Now, I also, at the flip side, being a business owner myself now, I have to take responsibility for that and maybe put some extra hours in. You and I were talking about how difficult it is to be an entrepreneur, the non-sexy side. Yeah. You know, and it's it's the truth. But now I'm in control to make those decisions for myself and not be subject to somebody else's what what somebody else thinks I should be doing to make the job happen. That's right nothing better Mm -hmm.
0: so so, okay so that's your that's the favorite your favorite part of being a like an entrepreneur right Mm -hmm. like and and I imagine the first time like when this world cup thing happened like you had the realization like hell I don't have to ask anybody their permission and oh yeah I I don't know if I remember my first like the first time that that happened for me but Mm -hmm. it even think about it now like it 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 just sounds awesome like coming to the realization or, or whatever going back to like when you started you know, and and some of the newer entrepreneur things. So, Mm -hmm. like, I know that you had experience in the industry Mm -hmm. prior to starting it. Like, what was the driving force? Like, what was it that made you say, you know what? I'm done taking orders from somebody else. I'm going to do this on my own.
1: I think what was interesting was what I came to the realization was as I was working for somebody else, I was happy. I was content. I was finding success. I was on a winning team. And I, that was fine with me, right? But then at one point, I went back and I just kind of thought to myself, like, what would this look like if I was to do it my way? And even though I didn't have as much experience as the the, the organization before, I just felt like there was maybe a better way. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of like Blue Oceans okay, or the, or the book yeah, Blue right. Oceans. Yeah. So this idea of like, they were very well established and they, they had a model that worked but I was always kind of like, well, what if we tried this? You know, what if I started my own YouTube channel to help with the marketing? What if I did more automation? What if I handled all of my file as something as little as like handling all my files in the cloud as opposed to hanging out on a server, a mm-hmm. local server? And I think some people are just kind of built differently to want to do their own thing or put their stamp on what they're doing. And I just came down to the conclusion that I think now's the time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. one of the big things I will also say is for me my personal reputation was important sure. and I wanted to be in control of that and I realized that if I was working for somebody else or working for a larger company, my reputation would always be tied to that company of and course. so that's not necessarily a bad thing and that's not saying that the company that I was working with had a bad reputation but I had just been you know reading some books and watching some some content and that idea of my own personal reputation was just kind of ingrained in me that I wanted to explore more. Yeah, I mean, it, even if they had a great
0: reputation, it's still out of your control mm-hmm. should that change at some point. Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah, I, I've never heard somebody bring that up, but that's mm-hmm. a really important p- part of it. Um, we were talking earlier, and you mentioned, like, having this entrepreneurial spirit, like, always. Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: what are some of your first
0: ventures that you dabbled in?
1: Oh, that's cool. Um so what's kind of interesting is that when I was in high school, my father passed away. And so I lost my dad when I was a freshman in high school. And I think part of the thing that helped me get through that was going to work, believe it or not. So my first job was working at a pizza shop as a, as a phones guy okay. behind the counter taking orders. I worked my way up to bus boy, worked my way up to delivery boy, you know, over the years. And then that same summer, I became a lifeguard as well. So early on, I just always had this independence and wanting to, you know, have my my own future. Um, Being in control of my own future by making my own income. Yes. Now, if I had some yes. money, I had some options. And it's funny now, my son, he just turned 14. Can't believe he can start working in Florida already at 14. Right. Yeah. He's over at Southern Steer Butcher on Beer Ridge Road. So shout out Southern Steer shout Butcher. Southern <laughs> Butcher. Yeah, that's right. So uh, And he's awesome. Like, he's really funny because he'll, he'll say to me, like, that is really funny. Like once they buy something, I'll say like, "Well, have you thought about this?" I'm like, "That's called an upsell, man. It's yeah. called a cross sell." Like That's right. he's like, "Yeah, like it's really easy to make that second sell." I'm like, "Good for you, man. I keep going with that." I'm Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the year before, he he was also doing. You know, he went uh, to Sarasota Middle, mm-hmm. and uh, he would go to Walmart, buy a huge you know thing of gum, yeah, and then go go hawk it, you know, in the hallways for like a dollar <laughs> or a, a stick. <laughs> You know, so like, I'm like, my man, this is great. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so for me too, it was early on, you know, just kind of that entrepreneurial spirit. And then it started with um, Cutco Knives selling. And the first time I was like a business owner, if you will, is in college. I was actually a theology major, you know. Um, sure. And what we would do is we would go out and do speaking and, and play music for local churches. Like we would lead retreats. Yeah. And so we had to start a business, you know, to do that. Yeah. yeah, we had to do our own marketing. We had to make the phone calls to the parishes. We had to do networking, word of mouth, and 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 get paid. Yeah, get you paid. Know? So right out of out of college, we were doing that. And out of college, you know, was the youth minister. Always had side jobs: videography, uh, network marketing, all, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, w- one last question, and and you probably got this from Bob Williams. Shout out Bob
1: Williams. <laughs> What's one thing that people don't know about you? Hmm. Well, I told Bob I was a Marvel fan. Yeah. So uh, I guess I can't use that one. Nope. you got to use something different. Something people don't know about me. Oh, I had something, actually. Oh, shoot. I did have something. Just Actually, just yesterday or the day before, I was just thinking about it. Most people don't know this about me. What was it? It was something kind of really wacky, like... uh i'm gonna have to remember it (laughs) (laughs) oh no it was something really like kind of like super random uh um one thing that i shared with my family recently that most people didn't know about me was when i was a when i was a lifeguard you know, over in, in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, I did have to save a couple of people. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I I, I had to pull uh, a kid out of the water who just was treading water and couldn't make it. And and actually, but the part I shared with my family was that I've actually had one or two people that I missed. And so I didn't I didn't save them, but somebody else saw them. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. Don't You're worry. Good. We're You're good. Okay. We're good. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, not a lot of people know about my history as a lifeguard. I mean, it's a little town pool kind of a thing. No big deal. Yeah. but. Not only did I, was I able to help people and get them out of the water in time, but, you know, you, you also learn from, from your mistakes. Sure. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess that could be one uh, thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> Tom, how do people get in touch with you if they're ready to buy a private jet? If
1: you're ready to buy a private jet, uh, check us out at JetLifeAero.com. Uh, that's J-E-T-A-E-R-O.com. But what I'm really excited about right now is that we've been expanding our brokerage. Okay, So me. maybe you can't afford a private jet, but you would like to help others who can and you want to be a jet broker. We're actually the world's first cloud-based agent-focused brokerage. So if you're here in Sarasota, great, I'd love to work with you, teach you how to sell jets, and, and off you go. But right. if you're not in Sarasota and you're still interested in how to, how do I become a jet broker, as I mentioned, there's usually two ways. You join a brokerage. Mm-hmm. Uh or you try to figure it out on your own. And we're kind of blending the two because you can join the JetLife brokerage, but we also allow you to brand yourself. Okay. So it's kind of like a EXP realty model sort yeah. of a thing. So if you want to be, you know, Chris Jets, you know, off you go, man. That sounds and, really good. Yeah, yeah. You're a Jet Life affiliate. Yeah. But you can still blast yourself out there, you know, to build your own brand. But okay. we give you a framework, we give you the support, we give you the training to do, you know. To, to, actually, to actually do it, yeah.
0: So if I were in New York or North Dakota or something like that, I, well, that's probably not a good jet place, but well,
1: uh, we're California. All, yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I'm really excited about that because there's not... Getting into the aviation business for a long time has been kind of a closed off thing. You know, oh, people don't know anything about it. And even if they do, it's kind of like, well, how do I apply for a job because... It's just not very common. It's almost like a, a, an old, old boys club, yeah. you know, in some ways. Who you know. Yeah, who you know. Yeah. Exactly. So I wanted to open that up a little bit. Blue oceans kind of a thing. I wanted to, to disrupt the marketplace and give more people the opportunity that I had. Like, I had no experience. And private aviation changed my life and it changed my family's life. And so I wanted to do that for more people. And so I thought to myself, you know, can I do... I, I didn't think I could, honestly, when I first started out. But then I thought to myself, well, no, I have the skills yeah. I also like training people. I like working with other people. And so let's leverage the power of, of the internet. And um, there's, there's, there's a pathway here for people. I love it. I love it. Well, Tom, thank you so much. Thanks, for dude, for having day. me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. it.
0: Oh, you know what? Time out. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, uh, talk about this fly suit. Event.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. You got
0: this fly suit on, man. L- you're, l- you're the best dressed. No, uh, no shade to anybody else. You're the best <laughs> dressed guest that we've ever had.
1: Well, the only reason I'm the best dressed, there's two reasons that I'm the best dressed. Number one, uh, this is, this is my father's watch. Oh, okay. You know, so okay. this is, this is, this is my, my Submariner, my father's watch. This is where the branding for our Jet Life Arrow comes from. It's mm. the colors and stuff from my father. So, uh, I, that really means a lot to me, but probably most, uh, noticeably is this fly suit, which yeah. is a, is a tweeds suit. That's tweeds. That's tweeds. Okay. So hey, uh, shout, shout out, out <laughs> so I'm done. So, I mean, if you're in Sarasota and you need a suit, you got to go to tweeds. And that's just, sure. Um, I actually won a tweed suit, uh, as a broker at one point, I was one of the top, uh, won a contest there. So I got another, so I got two tweed suits.
0: Oh, okay. okay. And, and my
1: next goal is my next, next Jedi sell. I want to get their, uh, their jeans they got them custom jeans oh, i didn't down. know that they had that mm-hmm.
0: you know that's a pretty cool goal like so like next jet you sell you're gonna get get something yeah I'll reward myself for, a reward bit. yourself I, yeah. I do the same thing yeah. i didn't know what other people did yeah for sure that i, I would, when we bring on a new client like a like a big client i'll usually buy myself a pair of sneakers for sure so, you know but it's just the small things yep. you know you gotta keep yourself motivated mm-hmm. so cool well thank you so much for the time yeah, i really man. appreciate it
1: just so yeah. Open Google. It to the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Whoa. <gasps> How did you know that? I love Coca-Cola.
0: In a bottle, right? In a bottle. In a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Oh sure. my God! And bubblegum, That's your favorite.
1: That's. Look at that.
0: Yeah. And oh the God. book here is uh, from our friend Joey Brennan. Shout out Joey Brennan. Uh, grow with purpose. I thought as a as an entrepreneur. You Dude, would that's awesome. That. Wow. Thank so you awesome. so much. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I appreciate that. Wow. Appreciate wow. Coke. You. Well done. <laughs>